Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Clint Bolton, who's a part of the SCN commentary team for the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Download the SCN app. You can listen to every single game on there. Uh, Clint, thanks for your time, mate. Pleasure, guys. Uh, tomorrow morning, it's D-Day. Uh, well, we need France to knock over uh, Tunisia, which is happening at the same time. And, we, and if that happens, we just need a draw to go through. Is that right? That's right, but I'm not thinking along those lines, and I hope the Socceroos aren't, that's for sure. Um, I think we should all be thinking about beating Denmark, winning that game, not worrying about the other other result. If you're relying on other results and things are out of your control, then that's not where you want to be. So we go in into the match looking for the win and we're in a great position to to get that, to be honest. Uh, as long as we have a fearless approach to the Danes, they're, they're very gettable. Mm. Now, the uh, Clint, the, the win against Tunisia on well, our time Sunday morning was impressive, especially from a a defensive uh, perspective. Yep. Um, how have you rated yep. their performance so far in their first two games? Do you feel as though that we've still got a lot to improve on and we need to? Oh, two performances on both ends of the spectrum in a lot of ways. Um, I think uh, I, like a lot of soccer fans, went into the World Cup with good faith and belief in this team that regardless of the opposition, they'll just give it a red-hot crack, and that didn't really materialise in the first game. So really, I was personally disappointed in in the approach, especially going to goal up and just afterwards getting really becoming really reactive and defensive and not and going back into our shell in a lot of ways. So disappointed in that match, but very, very happy with the way we rebounded. And against Tunisia, that was what I expected from the first game. So it's it's the norm. It should be the norm for any soccer performance um, that we play, and it should be the basis of the game against Denmark. So it's it's been a mixed bag, but but we're in a position to qualify, and it's in our hands. So you know, it's we're in a position where we can surpass what the 2006 golden generation of soccerers did, because we're it's a very similar pathway through the group, similar results in that we've beaten the team we expected to beat. It was Japan in 2006, Tunisia this time around. We lost to the big team in the group, and we're coming up with the middle-tier team in the group, needing a result, needing a draw to progress. We did it against Croatia in 2006, and if we can do that against the Danes and France, like you said, do a job, um, if need be, then we go through. And if we do, compare the squads, and this this would be a bigger achievement. And I have no problem with saying that. So it's it's massive. One of the positives out of that French game is got a shot on an opportunity early, converted it, scored it, and then again against Tunisia, converted that as well. But overall, are we are we getting enough opportunities at any enough shots at goal? No, no, that's 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 clear. Uh, it's expected. It's expected. So it's not out. 
out of our thinking of what this team is capable of. It's capable of more, but when when you've lost a bit of quality, uh, like Boyle, Boyle was key to to actually creating a lot of opportunities on the right hand side. A very direct player gets in the box, and a very dangerous player. He was a big miss, and then Hristich is the other one. He's a key creator for our team. That just that that bit of class. Uh, alongside Aaron Moy, that stands out above most other players in the squad. To be fair, and with all due respect, so so we, you know, like most teams in this World Cup, we're missing a couple of players. That doesn't help. But you're right, we're not creating enough opportunities. But you don't have to. At a World Cup, most most World Cup champions don't score a lot of goals throughout. But importantly, like you mentioned before, against Tunisia, we defended really well. That's the key to to this team. It's the key to its progression through the group it'll be key against the danes who are very good defensively themselves so you expect not not many opportunities to arise we've just got to execute whatever comes along and and um another great defensive performance led by harry suto who was enormous yes, yes. Against Wasn't just enormous so so that's that's what's needed and we can't hide behind the fact that there's a difference in in talent within you know, the big European nations and the Socceroos, but that doesn't mean you can't win games. So so there's other ways to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you mentioned that that um, that incredible side that we had back at that sort of golden era back around 2006. And I know you played for the, um, for the Socceroos um, in that year and in that era. What if this team can manage to you know, come up with the win or the draw and go through – how are they going to be compared to those those great teams of the past? Will it will, will it be one of the all time great performances? It's it's the biggest achievement of a Socceroos team. Um, you, you'd compare it to Asian Cup victory in 2015. Um, different tournaments, different yep. competitions. What we, what we did in 2015 with Ange is just ridiculous, phenomenal. Um, uh, but this is up there. It's, I, I, like I said before, I think it's a bigger achievement than 2006 if we get through, just because the sides are, are very different and less is expected of this particular team. So just you, could, you cannot under, under, undersell what an achievement it would be for this particular group. Mm. Uh, and, mate, what, what we got out of the Tunisian game, that's just one game. Imagine we get through the group and mm. and the reaction to to that performance and that achievement back here at home. So, man, the Socceroos, like you guys, I know are, are big fans of other sports, but I'm a football person through and through, and and I understand the landscape globally and how big it is and how hard it is here for the yeah. Socceroos to get traction locally. So, any massive achievement like this is is huge in in this country. So, I hope it happens. I hope hope the country appreciates how big it is and and gets behind them if they do get through and and go forward. Oh, it'll be a, a massive shot in the arm for uh, for football in Australia, no doubt at all. Hey, I saw a press conference with uh, Graham Arnold. Seems very relaxed. Um, well, is he going to be relaxed come kick off in a in a few hours' time? Is he? Uh, nah. He's going to be a pretty pretty <laughs> nervous man on the sideline there, isn't he? Angry man. Nah. Mate, he's edgy. He is edgy as any coach on the sideline. He's just—he doesn't stop. He's up and down. He's—he's he's a technical area, barking orders the whole time. It's the type of coach that I—I I never liked being around. 
um, didn't like being a part of that sort of setup. Seeing my coach on the sideline, he, he just made me edgy. If he yeah. was edgy, I was edgy type. So, but that's that's him. It doesn't seem to have much impact on the team, I guess. Uh, but he will not stop for for however long this game goes. But um, it's it's interesting to reflect on Arnie. It's you know it's. I have mixed emotions about Arnie as, as our head coach and, and what he's achieved. Um, but a lot of respect for him because I, I, I don't think he's, he's at the level of most other coaches at this tournament, uh, particularly with his in-game management, decision-making throughout the 90 minutes of each game. I think there's been question marks around the first two games, rightfully so. But massive respect, like I have for any player that achieves success at the top level that maybe doesn't have the talent of, of those players. Um, you know, Arnie's in that sort of bracket. So massive respect to him. Uh, and I hope for his sake and the team's sake that he has a really quality 90 minutes and makes some good decisions with regards to substitutes and and changing the game if it's needed to be changed. Yeah, well said. Um, in relation to the rest of the tournament so far, Clint, has there been any performances that have really jumped out of the ground and surprised you? Uh, this has been the most unpredictable World Cup. That's that's clear. Uh, a lot of big upsets. It's made it very interesting every single game. You cannot bank on any team winning and losing, except Brazil. <laughs> They're still my clear favourites, mm. and they haven't done anything to make me feel otherwise. But it's it's made it a joy to watch and follow. Um, it's been a it's been a World Cup of second halves because the first half have been pretty quiet. I think leading into the game I called this morning, half the games have been nil all to half time. And then they just blow up in the second half. So there's been some really interesting things come out in this World Cup. And, and like, I'm just, I'm, I love the World Cup. This, this four weeks, every four years, is my favourite time in football. And it's, it's a joy watching the football unfold in the field as much as it's a joy watching what's going on in the stands. And this one isn't, isn't any different. It's delivering. And let's hope for the Socceroos' sake, it delivers in another little, little, uh, nugget another little chapter so i, I can't wait for yeah. for two o'clock um i need some z's big time because <laughs> um i've been watching all the, all the games so i'll be heading to bed after this phone call and make sure i'm ready to go at two mate before we tuck you in uh you're calling the argentina versus poland game uh tomorrow morning yep. uh, we'll talk about this at the start of the show let's hope the Socceroos win and we go through and we qualify in second place in group d who would we rather play uh, as the out of those two in the round of sixteen, Poland or Argentina? Me, I would not care one bit, and I would hope the attitude of the players would be the same. The bigger the opponent, like the less you've got to lose in a lot of ways. So I would love a matchup with Argentina all day. Mm. You imagine a, mm. a round of sixteen match between the Socceroos and Argentina? That would go off back here. <laughs> yeah, it would be massive. Huge. Yeah, you're right. All right, Clint, we'll let you go to bed, mate. Catch all the action on SEN. Download the SEN app. Doing a great job, mate. We appreciate your time on Sports Day tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.